Dealership Studio. This is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. WRNL Richmond and WRVQ HD2 Richmond. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days when the mama sang us to sleep but now we're stressed out. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days when the mama Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders. And it's here, it's here. It begins on Thursday, the 2023-2024 NFL season begins on Thursday night with the Chiefs facing off against the Detroit Lions. The Commanders will begin their season Sunday at 1 p.m. hosting the Arizona Cardinals, and that game can be heard right here on 910 The Fan with a special two-hour post-game show as well. We are happy to be the home of the Commanders here in Richmond. We got a lot to get to on the show today. I will recap all the college football action from this weekend. Deion Sanders and Colorado are legit. They are for real. That was an awesome game against TCU. We'll do our NFL hits segment where we preview a team every single day. Well, we got to speed it up here because the season starts Thursday. We're going to do three every single day, Zach, to get us ready for Thursday. Matthew Paris, the Commanders beat reporter, will join us today at 1230. The Squirrels are in town for the final homestand of the season, and the boys are making a playoff push. Parney, Todd Parnell, CEO of the Flying Squirrels, joins us today at 1245. But you guys know how we like to start the show every day, by catching you up on anything you might have missed around the sports world. It's not the sports wallet, definitely not the sports phone. It was week one of college football here on the Sports App. I mean, it really was a fun opening weekend of college football. Uh, Week zero last week, week one was this past weekend, and it began on Thursday night. I watched Florida defeat, uh, excuse me, Utah, the 14th ranked Utes, defeat Florida 24 to 11. And then Saturday, it began locally with UVA. We knew this was going to be a tough matchup in Tennessee, and the Volunteers were victorious 49-13. to Milton III, their quarterback, threw for 200 yards, had another deep ball that was just dropped. Uh, UVA is going to struggle defensively this season. Offensively, you know, it wasn't a bad outing for them. They got 13 points, which is basically what they scored all of last year, 17 points per game. Uh, Musket was just not great. Calandria, the freshman, did come in. He was 2 of 7, not great as well. They were able to run the ball as a team for 95 yards. That should give the momentum uh, for the Cavs offense. A little bit of confidence going into next week, which is the game of the season for here us here at 910 The Fan locally. James Madison University comes to UVA, and JMU is favored right now by seven points. Yes, that's going to be a good one. We'll preview that one uh, throughout the week, as that is going to be Saturday at 12 noon. Uh, But my favorite game of the weekend, have to talk about Colorado against TCU. I watched the whole damn thing. 
Maybe the game of the year already. Last year's national championship game, runner-ups. TCU against Dion, Coach Prime in his first big test at Colorado, and his kids showed up, and uh, both of his kids, honestly. Uh, and then the best player in the country right now, Travis Hunter. Here is Colorado, Deion Sanders' son, Shador Sanders, with a 46-yard touchdown pass to take the lead against TCU. Sanders off his back foot, caught first down and more down the sideline. Stop and start, Edwards. Touchdown, Colorado. Dylan Edwards was terrific. He was impressive. But Shador Sanders, my goodness, stepping onto the stage, 500 yards, 500-plus yards in his first start for Colorado. Colorado wins, defeating TCU 45-42. to Here's the final call. 45-42, Shador Sanders takes a knee, and how about this? Prime time! It was so awesome. Travis Hunter had one of the most incredible debuts we've seen ever in college football, week one against TCU. He was a former top recruit that was going to go to Florida State. Decided to go to Jacksonville State. Why? To play for Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, the Hall of Fame NFL cornerback and Hunter plays on both sides of the ball in fact he finished the game offensively had 11 catches for 119 yards defensively two tackles and the game-changing interception I mean just a sensational performance as Colorado upsets the Horn Frogs of TCU here's Dion after the game when he asked a reporter if they had now believe in Colorado do you believe you don't believe. <laughs> you just answered it. You don't believe. Next question. You don't believe. You don't believe. You know I love hot takes on this show. Zach, here's a hot take fresh and early for you here on a Tuesday. I saw enough from Deion Sanders. The way he coaches, the way he gets his team fired up, the schemes offensively and defensively. Deion Sanders will be a national champion in five years. Five years. Woo. Five years he'll be a national add champion. another one to the whiteboard. Especially when... College football playoffs moves to 12 teams. Colorado's going to get in there, and if he keeps recruiting the way he's recruiting, they're going to win a national championship. Have to tweak that defense a little bit. Well, they they got the big <laughs> plays when they play, need it. They, you know what the problem was defensively? They don't have the big boys yet. Yeah. TCU could run right up the middle. Give him a couple more years. He's going to get the big boys from Alabama to start wanting to play for Coach Prime. Oh, they'll want Colorado. to Colorado for sure. Yep. FSU with the biggest win of the weekend for. The ACC defeating LSU. That was a fun game. Uh, back and forth throughout the first half. Seminoles come out and destroy them in the second half. And then last night, college football week one concluded with Clemson against Duke. You had a great weekend with the ACC, right? U UNC gets a big win. Florida State. Now the top dog, Clemson, had to take care of business against Duke. Instead, the top dog looked like a puppy. And Riley Leonard ran all over them for the Duke Blue Devils, who looked like a legit program Duke's Riley Leonard had a 44-yard touchdown after escaping a sack as Duke went on to win 28-7 over number nine Clemson here's the call on Riley Leonard's 44-yard touchdown run on third down and three design run for Leonard and he's able to break a tackle and get the first down and more Leonard inside the 20 stiff arms and a fender inside the five and into the end zone it's a touchdown what a play by Riley Leonard now I can't get take credit for this but after that run i saw people tweeting riley reynolds <laughs> riley leonard is vanilla vic 
<laughs> How about that? Here's Riley Leonard after the game asking if he played well enough for him to turn in his homework late. Professor Taylor, if you're seeing this, please let me turn in my homework late because it's due tonight. I think it's 12, so it may already be 12. <laughs> I, mean, I just think that's so funny. I mean, that kid is fun to watch. And uh, when I went down to Charlotte, North Carolina for ACC kickoff, a lot of people told me, hey, Pay attention to the Blue Devils, Blue Devils this year. They surprised everyone, defeating Clemson in Week 1. We mentioned Virginia Tech earlier. They defeat ODU 36-17. to Not much of a quarterback controversy anymore there as Grant Wells, 251 yards, three touchdowns. Kyron Drones only got in to make one pass. Ali Jennings comes over from ODU, wears the Tech uniform, and scores two touchdowns, five catches, for 72 yards. JMU defeated Bucknell, and now they have a quarterback controversy as their backup came in in the second half, looked great ahead of the UVA game, and they are favored right now. Uh, continuing college football locally, Richmond, the Spiders, with a bad loss to start the season. They lose to Morgan State. Now they travel to face Michigan State this week. Ouch. Tough news for the Spiders right there. ACC adds Stanford, Cal, and SMU. College football realignment its just getting crazier and crazier. Let's move over to Major League Baseball real quick here on the Sports app. As every day on the Sports app, we track the Washington Nationals, who were playing so great. We cashed in our year-long sweat of 58.5 wins. Thanks to Ryan Clary, we hit the over. But now the Nats have lost five straight, falling to 62-76 and 76 on the season. As soon as my dad started talking about wild card this season they haven't won another game <laughs> the Nats start a three-game series with the Mets tonight in DC at Nats Park 705 first pitch with Patrick Corbin on the mound for the Nats your luster by Adolph Diamond player of the week has to be Lane Thomas in Sunday's loss he had three hits and two RBIs we'll talk a little tennis later today as there are three American men into the quarterfinals for the first time since 2005 can Taylor Fritz, Francis Tiafo, or Ben Shelton become the first American to win a Grand Slam in 20 years? Find out later today on AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. It's 833-804-0910. We're the home for the Richmond Flying Squirrels, who are back in town, and they have their final homestand of the season beginning tonight. You can head out to the Diamond and check out the Squirrels all week, or you can tune into the game with Trey Wilson and Blaine McCormick right here on 910 The Fan. We'll talk to Parney at 1245, find out what kind of promotions they've got for this week. So we're back here on a Tuesday after a long Labor Day weekend. Zach, you made it back into the booth here? Whew. Yeah. That was a doozy. Yeah. You, you used the word bender. It's probably appropriate. Yeah. Well, and you're, I you're, definitely I, needed Monday. Your voice is sounding a lot better now than it did about 15 minutes ago. Some more coffee. Some more coffee. Yeah. yeah. You're you're woken up. You're fired up. Have you <sighs> dove into the Panthers' schedule yet? Are you ready no, for NFL? No. You're still worried about hockey free agency? I have, No. That, I have put that to bed. Okay. So now I have Mingo's on my fantasy team. He's on the bench. He's a stash. <laughs> okay. I don't have any other Panthers. <laughs> Um, Do but, you try to have one Panther? Because I try yeah. to have one Skins player every year. And my buddies expect me to get a Panther because I do the Panther growl every time I draft a Panther player. They yeah. get a kick out of that, too. So it's very authentic. Awesome. So yeah. I've got my fantasy draft tonight. 
uh, for my homies, and we also have our Odyssey fantasy draft tonight oh, as well. Is that going to conflict? Uh, Are you going to have to go auto? I hate I'm, that. No, I'm not going to go. If we if I win auto, kick me off the show. Seriously. If you're a sports radio host and you do auto draft, you don't deserve to have a show. So how do you stagger that? You just go later with one's going to begin at seven thirty. One's going to begin at eight thirty, and there I will go. have one open on a laptop, one open on a computer screen. All right, so separate devices. Uh, but I'm fired up. I'm ready for fantasy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a ton of mock. As soon as we get off the air today, I'm going to be gonna mocking it? it up. Really? I'm going to mock it up like like all an right. mf'er. I'm just going to keep mocking. And two leagues for you? Is yep. that all? Two leagues. I was going to be in a third league. The homies from VCU had to have a vote. They voted to not have AWOD in. They thought it was an oh, unfair advantage how many to have teams? a sport. One guy was hyping it up to have a sports radio host on, and they were yeah. like, we could call into the show. They had a league <laughs> vote, and they they vetoed. Out. They vetoed. Oh. Yeah, it was the, the vote was, are you in or out on AWOD? They said out. <laughs> you got you got your homies league, and then you have your work league. Yeah. That's fine. That was, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I told them I don't really need a third league. You're in league. 10 leagues. I don't believe you, and you're right. not that cool. Third league, it's like the charity league. You know, you pay five yeah. bucks. You're not really checking. Exactly. It. All right, let's go around the NFL here with NFL Hits. One minute. There we go. All right, so Cooper Cup, the wide receiver for the Rams, is now seeing a specialist for this hamstring injury, which has been ongoing now, and it is really making me worried about the Rams this season. In fact, I was talking to, I want to call her, her our our female NFI, NFL insider, Ginny. Right? I was talking downstairs, to Ginny again downstairs. Yep. <laughs> we got to get her on. Right, we have to get her on. Yeah. I mean, she's so knowledgeable. Can we call her the NFL grandma, or is that... Is that too much? <laughs> I don't know if she would take offense to that. Yeah, I mean, she's the sweetest lady in the world. Yeah. But she told me she's out on the Rams. She thinks they're going to be terrible. She thinks they win maybe four games this year. Okay, I did not know that she was plugged in. Oh, she's more plugged in than anyone in the building besides myself. <laughs> she and, knows everything. And me. Well, maybe we not. might have to put her to the test with you. Okay, because she is she I'll is so plugged in. You. I'm not afraid. She, she is Actually, so I'm plugged a little in. Bit she she is uh, she's already said that she's taking the Commanders to win Week One. She's out on the Cardinals. She's out on the Rams. She thinks that uh, Matthews. She thinks that the Rams are actually tanking for Caleb Williams, who's in LA at USC right now or in California, right? Uh, but here's the interesting thing. So we talked about it last week. Matthew Stafford doesn't know the names or faces of his wide receivers, yeah. right? His wife is speaking out for him in podcasts and saying that he needs Facebook, right? In my travels, I heard a couple promos for her podcast, and oh, I was like, no. oh. It, it, you know, it's getting some buzz now because ESPN with the headline, wife, right? I yeah. mean, that's all they had to say. That's annoying. Stafford's wife speaking out. So he's not getting along with his wide receivers or his young tight end. Cooper Cup is now speaking with a specialist, I might be on the Jenny bandwagon. The Rams might be the second worst team in the NFL besides the Cardinals. Cam Akers, running back, okay. Yeah. So what? Tyler Higby, your show, buddy. Good luck. I mean, they just don't have enough talent there outside of Cooper Cup. I thought he was going to be the star this season, but if he's hampered Is Van with a hamstring. Still there? <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of the Cardinals, I thought this was interesting. I mean, Coach Gannon's really shooting from the hip here. He named Kyler Murray, who's injured and out the first four weeks of the season on the pup list, a captain to start the season. The Cardinals are going to start their season with their captain not in uniform. 
How is that going to fire the team up? Maybe he'll show up to the building right. or something, or maybe he'll wa- just watch from He's home. He's probably going to watch from home. Yeah. He's going to have an earpiece in on the sidelines, but that's for Fortnite. It's not for the game. You know, <laughs> exactly. That's for Fortnite. I mean, are you kidding me? Um, how about two-time Pro Bowler Kyle Rudolph retiring after 12 seasons? Mm-hmm. He, was a, he was a Viking. Guy was good for a long Notre time. Boy. Yeah. All right. Every day on NFL Hits, we are doing a season preview. We've gone through quite a few teams. Last week, we ended with the New England Patriots. I believe I went 9-8, and eight, right? It was 8-9 eight and nine or 9-8, nine and eight, I think because it's Belichick and went above 500. Okay. Yeah, All right. Okay. Uh, today, we're going to start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucs. Now, this is not a team that I've been high on at all in the offseason. Um I am kind of a Baker guy. Like, I really like Baker Mayfield. Sorry. I liked him in college. Um, He didn't do anything throughout the preseason, but he's going to be QB1. He is the number one guy to lose his job in terms of uh, betting on that. Kyle Trask, the backup. Mike Evans still on the roster. He's their biggest weapon at wide receiver, but he's uh, dealing with an injury right now. They don't know if he's going to be ready for week one this weekend. Chris Godwin's a star, but he drops the ball so many times. Um, Cade Otten at tight end. Tristan Werps is a good left tackle for them. Cody Mock. Remember, he was the guy that lost his teeth. He was a first-round draft pick for them. He'll play right guard. Defensively, they still have Vita Vea. I love their linebackers with Devin White and Levante David. Shaq Barrett can get after the quarterback. Ryan Neal is now their starting safety. Antoine Winfield on the other side. I mean, you look at this defense, and it's kind of stacked. It's stacked, but nobody, like, Devin White's been trying to get out of Tampa Bay for two years now. Right. And Levante David kind of took a step back. year for being motivated. Yeah. They're in shape. You know what I mean? This is a team that won the Super Bowl with the same guys on defense, and I don't know that they've gotten much better. In fact, I think you could say they took a step back. Um, it's a... It's a division that's up for grabs, though, all right? Remember, I can't pick the Carolina Panthers to win it because they have a rookie quarterback. I'm out on rookie quarterbacks this season. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, I think, are going to be better than people expect because Heineke will come in, do some magic, Desmond Ritter. I love B. John Robinson. I'm going to try to draft him in fantasy. So I picked the Falcons to go 7-10. and 10. The Saints, we went 9-8, and eight, and I'm going to stick with the Saints having the top record. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I will go... Six and 11, six and 11. And you know what? That might be a fired coach right there. That, that might be Todd Bowles. Bowles. Goodbye. Um, so that's my season preview for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to double up here on NFL hits at 1215 on AWOD, AWOD radio. Let's talk a little green Bay Packers. Mm. Zach, what do you think? NFC North here bears are probably going to build off of last year. Lions going to build off of last year. Vikings going to build off of last year. Packers, down. You got to think they're the bet for the basement. But, yep. great O-line. Two awesome running backs. Or, I would say, above average running backs. Yes, yes. Um, we'll see. Jordan Love is the big question mark there. But are he's you, got weapons, Well, too. what do you think of Jordan Love? Because I, I, I haven't really seen him. Right, that's kind of my take. Because I haven't really seen him. I can't tell you if I'm in or out on him. I'm I'm just not a believer. I don't know if he's a mobile guy, if he's a pocket guy. I, I don't know. He's so, got Romeo Dobbs. Who else does he have? He's got Watson, who's really good. He's got Romeo Dobbs, who didn't really come on last year because they just fed Watson. Yep. So I don't know Jaden Reed. Uh, Dontavian Wicks on the roster. Former UVA product. There you go. Um, and look, 
at tight end Luke Musgrove. Uh, eh. You know, I, I look at this Green Bay Packers team, and I just I say, you had Aaron Rodgers last year. You're going to have a fall off with Jordan Love. All right? You had a win and you're in. You had a win and you're in. Last game of the season. This year, you're going to have a lose, and you might have the first pick. <laughs> All right? We got the Cardinals, crappy for Caleb Love. Or Caleb Williams. You've Maybe got the, the Rams. Are in the there. Rams Maybe rowdy, the for, rowdy for the Rams to be terrible. Green Bay. I don't know what the alliteration was. Uh, gosh darn awful. <laughs> Green Bay. I'm going to go with the overall record for the Green Bay Packers. You know what? I I, sh- I should I should look at the schedule before I give out my prediction. On the road at Chicago, week two at Atlanta. Maybe they're one and one right there. New Orleans and Detroit. Maybe you're two and two. Couple wins here and there, a lot yada yada yada. I'm seeing, I'm seeing six and eleven. I'm seeing six and eleven for the Green Bay yeah. Packers. Not the worst record in in the NFL. Jordan Love will win a couple games, but six and eleven. That's my official prediction right there. And uh, yeah, it's hard for me to go above five hundred with these teams that won seven eight games last year. Not the way Detroit's coming on, right? And of course, but Minnesota, a lot of one point Remember, games or one score. Kirk games is my last MVP. Year. Oh yeah, that's so right. I'm a believer. Okay, all right. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the New Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, Matthew Paris covers the Commanders for the Washington Times. He joins us next on the breaking fan. news here on the New Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM for your Virginia Tech Hokies. Bad news offensively, Coach Pry. Just reported that Nick Gallo, tight end Nick Gallo, had season-ending surgery. It was a knee injury for tight end Nick Gallo. A non-contact play in preseason. He landed awkwardly after going up to make the catch, according to Andy Bitter. He uh, could apply for a medical red shirt and then return next season. Uh, but Coach Pride just told reporters, breaking news here on 910 The Fan, Virginia Tech tight end Nick Gallo out for the season after having season ending surgery. The breaking news here on AWOD Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105-1 FM. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Want to talk a little commanders right now here on AWOD Radio. And joining us on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline covering the commanders for the Washington Times, it's Matthew Paris. What's going on, Bulldog? No, nothing much. Thanks for having me. Yep. the It is game week. We're finally here. So let's just start with this. Top two things that you took away from preseason. What are the two things you learned most about this team? Yeah, I think the biggest thing I learned was the way that Washington's offense wants to attack with Sam Howell. A lot of quick throws. I understand the preseason is, you know, the teams don't show the full playbook. But I do think you see how their pace and of which they want to play suits Sam Howe pretty well. You know, getting him out and throwing short, intermediate throws, uh, having it the ball come out quickly, I think that stuff is really going to benefit Sam Howe. And then once he incorporates, uh, you know, some of his legs into the real live games as well, uh, I think that'll extend plays even further. Uh, besides that, yeah, the, the defense, uh, the, yeah, the defense is going to be stout. I think we saw that even though it wasn't the the best performance in the preseason, they, they kind of cracked down when it mattered in the red zone there in one of those games. So, um, yeah, those are the main things. Uh, I think Sam Howell is the big one. 
I hope it's going to be an easy victory for the Commanders on Sunday, but Coach Gannon of the Cardinals is kind of playing games with the media right now. He won't name a starting quarterback. How does Jack Del Rio and the defense prepare not knowing who they're going up against? Yeah, they have talked about that a little bit. Uh, you know, more so than the quarterback is they look at the scheme. So because Arizona's staff is new this year, they've actually been watching a lot of Cleveland Browns tape because that's where Arizona's offensive coordinator last coach uh he spent uh, he was the quarterback's coach last year with the browns so i think they expect a lot of um you know play action and sort of things that cleveland did relying on the running game um so regardless of who the quarterback is they have some stuff to look at based on uh cleveland let's say week one washington wins and we're looking at the box score on monday how many passes do you predict versus how many runs for the team you know i actually think the team is going to be pretty pass-centric. That we've seen that with Eric the enemy. He, he likes to set the tempo by these short, quick throws. I think a four or five-yard uh, throw is kind of going to take the place of maybe a three, four-yard run. I think they're going to rely on the run a little bit, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a lot more you know, just because Brian Robinson is going to be in the game doesn't mean it's automatically going to be a run. I think they're going to be a, a lot more um, multiple in what they do, a lot more versatile. And so if you're talking about a ratio, I would go maybe a two to one uh, pass to run somewhere wow. in there. That's kind of that's kind of uh, more than I was expecting. Uh, but we'll see. Hopefully that that's going to be successful. If McLaurin's not able to go, all right, and then it's next man up, who's on the outside uh, opposite of Jahan Dotson? Because I would assume you put Curtis Samuel in the slot, right? Yeah, I mean, they could do that. I think Deami Brown, this is his moment. You know, they have um, chemistry going back to college with Sam Howell. They worked out in the summer. They've been working out uh, the last few summers because they live both in the North Carolina area. And so Deami Brown's going to get his shot if Terry McLaurin can't go. Junkies had a good topic on their show this morning that you can hear right here on 910 The Fans, 6 to 10 a.m. And, Matthew, they talked about the floor versus the ceiling for the Commanders this year. Give me your floor and give me your ceiling in terms of wins. Yeah, I think floor, it could be worst-case scenario, you know, four wins, five. That, that would be bottom out. That would mean Sam Howe wasn't as good as everyone thought he was. The offensive line is a mess. The defense I think would really regress in that scenario, not being able to be as strong as on third down as they were a year ago, leading to more points. Um, the best case, though, is that can even eleven win range. Eleven would be, you know, the best case scenario. I think that is their ceiling. I can't see them winning more than that. But I, I think even ten wins, getting into the playoffs, being that wild card team. I mean, that's what Ron Rivera needs to keep his job. I think, but. Uh, I do think that's the feeling of what this group and where this roster currently stands at. It's Matthew Paris with us here on the Hadeen Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. He covers the commanders for the Washington Times. And I was pumped up this weekend about the news that Josh Harris, who's done everything right since taking over the owner, he's making it for the fans once again. He's putting $40 million into FedEx Field. So can you give me and my audience a little bit more details about the money spent on FedEx and when will these improvements go into place? Yeah, so fans will start noticing them right away. I mean, some of the work is still being done. It's a lot of infrastructure things, you know, fixing broken seats, making the stadium around the concourse uh, more visual and looking better with updated signage, 
and the, those sorts of things. Um, they've renovated some of the suites that they have to have more themed uh, experiences for large groups. Like there's a video game room for yeah. uh, like their families. And, and that's going to be ready things. Sunday, you're saying? Uh, I, I believe so. Uh, How about the uh, new yeah, food uh, options? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. There are, I think, 12 new vendors. Uh, David Chang, the celebrity chef, has a uh, uh, venue there now called Fuku. Um, has some Rich Hill barbecue, uh, I think, or Hill Country barbecue. Um, so all those sorts of things are new. They have upgraded the food options. And then this even started before Josh Harris took over, but they have a new video board and sound speakers uh, as well. So it's going to look and sound a bit different than I think what fans are used to. Man, I'm excited. Hopefully the team can get the win week one. Now let's get to the injury report. Will that come out tomorrow, and who do you expect to be on that? Yeah, tomorrow uh, it it will come out. I think you'll even see guys like Logan Thomas, Kendall Fuller, guys who have been dealing with injuries in the preseason, even though, you know, I I think Thomas and Fuller are on track to play. But then the big ones, you know, Chase Young, Terry McCorn. Is Chase Young clear for contact? We don't know that yet. But, uh, Young and McCorn will be the headliners for sure. Matt, great stuff as always, man. Appreciate you taking the time to join the show. Yeah, thank you. Yep, you can follow Matthew Paris on social media at Matthew underscore Paris. I'm online at AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. You can tweet us throughout the show at 910thefan. If it's a good tweet, we'll read it on air. Phone lines are always open. During AWOD Radio, you could be the quarterback of this segment. Give me your thoughts on the Commanders. It's 833-804-0910. Call AWOD, 833-804-0910. We're live and local here in Richmond, Virginia, till 3 p.m., 12 to 3, on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, live and local here in Richmond, Virginia, Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. So we'll talk some fantasy football. I mentioned we have our Odyssey League draft tonight. We've got the Homies League draft tonight at 830. So we'll talk some fantasy football. If you want some advice, you can call in. I have a question for Ethan Cadeau. He covers fantasy football. Uh, He'll join us at 230 on the show today. We'll catch up with Lane Casadante. Talk some high school sports here in Richmond, Virginia at 1.30, and then every day at 1 p.m., it's the Richmond Commander. It's game week. What do we know about the Commanders against the Cardinals? And I'll give you guys my most improved Commanders player that was on the roster last season coming up at 1 p.m. But right now, we are proud to be the home of the Flying Squirrels, who are back in town for final homestand of the season. And joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotlines, Todd Parnell. Parney! From the Squirrels. What's going on, bud? Hey, Wad. Great to hear your voice. It's so exciting to have the team back. We're looking forward to a great six nights of baseball here. We got pennant fever. How's your forehead? It's a little warm. We got pennant fever over here. We're in a playoff race. So uh, it's been a long road trip. Uh, the guys went 6-6, six and six, which is uh, the, you know what, about what we needed to do. And now we're back against the Aqua Rubber Ducks. Special game time this week because school's back in session, AWOD. 6.05 games this week. 6.05, gates open at 5 o'clock. Go to squirrelsbaseball.com for all the great promotions. But we're so excited to be in a playoff race and to make these games really, really matter 
this late in the year. It's going to be a special week for us. Absolutely. So let's get into the playoff push a little bit for the audience. So in the Eastern League Southwest, Erie is on top, but they won uh, the halfway mark, right? So Richmond doesn't have to worry about them. It's about staying ahead of Bowie and Akron. Correct. So um, Erie won the first half. That's who we played in the playoffs last year. And if they win the second half again, uh, the second-place team makes it. So, really, like you said, Awad, check out Bowie, and then Erie's like – or, excuse me, Akron's like four games back of that. But we're playing Akron this week. So, yeah. you know, they can they can make up some ground quick. And then we play Erie next week. So, we play Akron this week at home, play Erie on the road. So, definitely the Squirrels have our, our destiny in our own hands. And, uh, you know, we really – I was just across the clubhouse talking to Pelf. Uh, we really feel good about our chances. If we do make the playoffs as a second-half winner or the second-place qualifier, we will have a home playoff game on Tuesday, September 19th. So circle that on your calendar, September 19th. If we do make the playoffs, which I fully expect that we will, that will be a home playoff game, and then we'll go on the road in Erie for two. So it's always good this late in the year. When people are picking their fantasy teams, I'm only in one league down at Sandbridge Beach. I picked my team last week. And and people are starting to watch college football. But playoff baseball, there's nothing like it, especially here in Richmond, Virginia, where we drew the largest crowd in all of 2022 in all the country for our playoff game last September 22nd. And I expect that we would do great again this year if we make the playoffs. Uh, on September 19th. It's Parney from the Flying Squirrels with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. All the Flying Squirrels games can be heard right here on 910 The Fan. Trey Wilson alongside Blaine McCormick. And like Parney said, it's an earlier uh, first pitch tonight at 6.05. Uh, but final homestand of the season, Parney, what do you guys have planned? What kind of promotions, extra reasons for people to get out to the Diamond? Well, it's a bingo T-shirt tonight for our Silver Squirrels. First 1,000 adults sitting over B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O. So it's going to be a cool T-shirt giveaway. Tomorrow's RVA night. Pre-sale for that is already over 6,000. Fireworks on Thursday night. Pre-sale for that, already over 6,000. We have an awesome Hawaiian shirt giveaway from our friends at Performance Food Group. On Friday night, that pre-sale is north of 5000 uh, And then Saturdays, our Ask Foundation. I don't know what your plans are, AWOD, for Saturday night. But if you want to see what a ball, a ball club means to a community and the community means to a ball club, come to the Ask Cancer Childhood Foundation. Their, their, their night is Saturday night. We'll honor these kids that are fighting cancer. We'll wear special jerseys. We'll have the second largest fireworks show of the year on Saturday night and uh, we're, we're on our way. If we don't get, if we don't have a sellout Saturday night, we're going to be daggone close. And then Sunday's fan appreciation night where anything that's not nailed down to a closet gets given away to the <laughs> fans uh, on, on Sunday afternoon at one thirty-five, uh, gates open up at 1230. So uh, a really nice promotional pathway by Caroline Phipps in the creative corner. We're number one in attendance in all of double a, both average per game and overall, uh, and we're hoping to finish strong so that we can do that. We'd also like to be in the top 10 in overall and average attendance in all the country out of 120 teams, uh, and we got a little bit of work to do to make that happen. But uh, the table's set, and it's set quite nicely, and we're looking forward to a great final six 
regular season home games, and then I can't reiterate enough, hopefully September 19th. I'm going to start sending you a text. What are you doing September 19th? <laughs> and you're going to respond, playoff game, Parney, playoff game. Absolutely. Hey, Parney, one thing I'm interested in is, you know, with Major League Baseball, everyone talks about the September call-ups. How many double-A guys get called up, or is this roster kind of finally set here for the rest of the season? Well, I was just talking um, the other day, actually to my father-in-law, about how unusual this year has been. When our opening day roster, we've now had, I think, five players go from Richmond to AAA to the big leagues, uh, and including Patrick Bailey. Yeah, it's been, I mean, I, in my 34-year career, I can't think of many times when that many have gone to the big leagues uh, after starting the season in AA. So, uh, the Giants are doing a great job. I just got off the phone with Kyle Haynes, who's the minor league director for the Giants. He's coming in tomorrow as the excitement builds for this playoff push. Uh, but but it's really been a great year watching these guys progress. To your point about the roster being set for the rest of the year, I mean, you never know, right? Like the Bowie Bay Sox, who were, who were uh, up against for the final playoff spot, you know, the Baltimore Orioles, just promoted Jackson Holiday to AAA. Mm-hmm. He's obviously the number one overall draft pick last year and has skyrocketed through the minor leagues all four levels in one year uh, as an as an 18-year-old. I mean, he might be 19 now. but um, So you never know what organization you're going to do, but I, I, I think that the club that we have across the hallway right now, a great mixture of veterans and youngsters, I really see them poised under Dennis Pelfrey's leadership to make a run of the Eastern League Championship. I would be shocked and amazed as a 34-year veteran of minor league baseball if this team doesn't make the playoffs. I would be really, really surprised. I, I love to hear that, man. And I was at the playoff game last year. It was electric. It was a great crowd. Uh, didn't turn out to be the greatest night, but hopefully uh, this year will be different. Uh, hey, hey, Parney, you can ask my producer, Zach, what I'm wearing today. I am rocking a Flying Squirrels jersey right now. And I was thinking, I might need to come down and get it personalized on the back. Get a little AWOD on the back of it. <laughs> Let's do it. Come on down. We'll take care of that for you, my man. I'm happy to hear that you're catching the playoff fever, the pennant fever that is about ready to hit Richmond tonight. Again, 6.05 all week long. If you're worried about the kids getting to school tomorrow, it's a half hour early. Come out and check out five, six, seven innings. I mean, heck, our games are only averaging about two and a half hours now. So uh, you, you'll be home in plenty of time, even if you stay for the whole game. Parney, thanks so much, man. Love having you on the show. You're the best. Can't wait to see you this week. Have fun. Go nuts. Have fun. Go nuts. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, your home for every Flying Squirrels baseball game. we got a lot still to come on the show today. We've got the Richmond Commander coming up next, talking all things Commanders. You can chime in. 833 We'll talk some high school football here in Richmond, Virginia with Lane Casadante. He joins us every Tuesday at 1.30. Talk some more NFL at 2.15. Ethan Cadeau for fantasy football advice at 2.30. And then we'll recap all of the college football games in Virginia on University Drive. Don't go anywhere. Two more hours of AWOD Radio on the fan.